Hello, from CNN, I'm Afoma DK, with the five things you need to know for Wednesday, January 31st. But first, breaking news. The U.S. believes an umbrella group of militants called Islamic Resistance in Iraq was behind the drone attack in Jordan that killed three American service members over the weekend. That's according to the White House, in its first formal attribution for the incident. The attack was the most serious of scores of attacks that have targeted U.S. forces in the Middle East since the October 7th attack on Israel, and the first time U.S. troops have died under direct fire in the Middle East since Hamas's attack. We'll have more on the latest developments at 6 p.m. Eastern. The Federal Reserve held interest rates steady for a fourth time in a row. Investors are watching for clues on when the central bank could start slashing rates. But the Fed signaled that rate cuts are not coming soon. While the economy remains strong, the Federal Reserve wants to cool inflation to 2% since it hit a peak in summer 2022. But it's likely to be a bumpy path to that number. The head of the World Health Organization appealed to 17 countries that have temporarily stopped funding the UN's main relief agency for Palestinians in Gaza to reconsider their decision because of an urgent need for aid. Israel alleged that a dozen of the UN agency's employees were involved in Hamas's October 7th attack. But during a news conference today, WHO Chief Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus says the cuts, quote, will have catastrophic consequences for the people of Gaza and cited, quote, heavy fighting near hospitals in Han Yunus in southern Gaza. His warning comes as the UN agency says 184,000 people in Han Yunus registered for humanitarian assistance after being forced to leave the area due to ongoing fighting. Reporters in the region told CNN that helicopters and drones are circling several locations in southern Gaza. FBI Director Christopher Wray warned Congress today that Chinese hackers are preparing to harm the U.S. PRC hackers are targeting our critical infrastructure, our water treatment plants, our electrical grid, our oil and natural gas pipelines, our transportation systems, and the risk that poses to every American requires our attention now. China's hackers are positioning on American infrastructure in preparation to wreak havoc and cause real-world harm to American citizens and communities if and when China decides the time has come to strike. Ray made his comments to the House Select Committee on the Chinese Communist Party. The head of the National Security Agency and other senior U.S. officials are also testifying in front of the panel today. China's government has previously denied allegations of hacking efforts, but the upper levels of the U.S. government are very concerned about threats from Chinese hackers. The Justice Department has updated some vulnerable software targeted by Chinese hackers, but the hackers are believed to be deeply entrenched in U.S. infrastructure. Ukraine and Russia swapped hundreds of prisoners of war today. It was the first such exchange since a deadly Russian military plane crash earlier this month, with Moscow claiming 65 Ukrainian POWs were aboard. About 400 total service members were exchanged, according to numbers provided by Ukraine's president and the Russian Defense Ministry. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said 50 prisoner swaps have taken place since Russia invaded Ukraine almost two years ago, bringing more than 3,000 Ukrainian soldiers home. State and local officials are working together to fight the fentanyl crisis in a major American city. We'll tell you more next. Hey, welcome back. Downtown Portland, Oregon has been struggling with a deadly fentanyl crisis. And today, Portland's mayor, Oregon's governor, and the county chair joined forces to declare a 90-day state of emergency in the city center. Each made an emergency declaration, citing overdoses, deaths, and fear driven by fentanyl use. 
In 2019, Oregon reported 280 deaths due to opioid overdoses. Just three years later, that number skyrocketed to just under 1,000. The emergency orders allow the city, state, and county to set aside resources to respond to the crisis and set up a command center as they try to help people access treatment and other services. That's all for now. We'll be back at 6 p.m. Eastern. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.